0: Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your
1: host, Shannon Patterson.
0: Well, hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 78 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell.
1: Hello, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going?
0: It's going really, really, really good. Good, It's good, been good. a wonderful uh, couple of days.
1: I'm glad it has so, been for one of us. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, why hasn't it been for you?
1: Caroline has the flu.
0: Oh, yes, that's right.
1: And hmm not fun Sick kid yes not not fun's gotten her days kind of mixed up mm, the so, schedule yeah yeah so she's not in daycare so and she wants to go to she wants to ride with mommy to take adeline to school mm-hmm. so like today she, kara took adeline to daycare and then caroline just sat in the at the doorway and cried oh. for 25 oh. minutes
0: <laughs>
1: and i'm just sitting there going you want a cookie
0: <laughs> Did it work? No. Oh no. Nope. Oh, well hopefully she's back to normal soon. Soon, yeah, yeah. Very soon, very soon. Yeah, no, I um I uh Sunday was a really big day, an important day. It'd yes. be one of those days in the history of our of our church uh that we will remember there's there's a lot of dates to start remembering so mm-hmm. which is yep. why we're gonna do a little history lesson today yeah. so um but yeah sunday was uh, very historic we the ministry board um so you know back in well it was march 23rd we said hey we're we voted almost unanimously uh 98 to disaffiliate from the umc y'all most of the y'all know that y'all and um (laughs) and then um, even before the vote we we had some exploratory groups doing their thing doing research and checking stuff out and options before us and uh they made a presentation what was it a couple weeks ago yeah last last week last week um last tuesday yep and so we had those two groups working and we have representatives that were chosen from throughout the church and um Someone asked a question, a good question, I think, about, well, was the church, what about people that, uh, because those who were representatives, they came from a community group or from a serve team um, or from an age-level ministry, you know, like kids mm-hmm. or students yep. or young adults, um, and, uh, and of course, we have a lot of serve teams, and we have many community groups, so it's a lot of people, yep. so, like, each one had a representative, and someone said, well, what if they're not on the serve team and they're not in a community group? And and uh, and they don't help with age level ministry. And I mean, the, we chose people who were involved, who are active in the life of the church, to be able to make decisions for the church. Obviously, I
1: would, I would go. Well, what is that person doing?
0: <laughs> they're coming to worship, maybe a couple yeah. times, maybe. Yeah. And and you know, everyone's got you know, not everyone can serve all the time. There's seasons, I know that for sure. But we definitely wanted um, those who were going to be representing the congregation.
1: To be aware of... And active in this season. Yeah,
0: and and to have an understanding of a context
1: mm-hmm.
0: of when we talk about, you know, the ministries of the church and things going on in the church, that they have a context from which to take that information in, you know, yeah. whether it's as a volunteer, as a serve team, or uh, someone who's in a community group, um, that kind of thing. So those were the representatives, and um, they heard all that information and all the things, and we met... Um, Sunday, and they made a—we had lunch and talked, and there was a unanimous consensus, mm-hmm. which was w- always wonderful when you can get unanimity. Um, yeah, unanimity. Okay. And, um And they— uh, Josh My brain face, was piece, piecing it together. Is like, anonymity? No, no. Is that no, a word? It, yeah, it is. Um, But they said we need to—it um, was their recommendation to the board to go— um, non-denominational for, um, the foreseeable future, yeah. you know? Um, and then, so after that, after the representatives left, the, uh, the board had an executive meeting and, uh, we voted unanimously, uh, to be a non-denominational church once all the disaffiliation, uh stuff is complete so so we will start that in july of 2022 so but we've got some history we're going to look at today well
1: i think it's kind of it's really neat that it's going to line up with our third birthday right (laughs) which which is really cool and then it kind of sucks at the same time because i have a scheduled vacation oh wow that that week
0: yeah yeah you will be gone won't you yeah yeah um (laughs) yeah well i'll be um
1: (laughs) because y'all are doing like the week before mm-hmm. and then and that were the 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 week y'all are going is the week before Kara's birthday and I'm going the week of Kara's birthday because we're going to celebrate her 30th yeah
0: yeah
1: so, and it's just like dang
0: yeah yeah no I'll be out I'll I will actually get back in town uh because we'll have our annual beach trip that we go on and um I'll get back in town on Saturday, and then that Sunday, the seventeenth, is yeah. when we will yep. celebrate yeah. that. And we'll
1: probably pass each other on the interstate hey, bye. or
0: something. So, anyway, yeah. So, so yeah. There, that, that's when you asked how How am I doing? I, I'm doing. I slept very well Sunday night. Um, now, of course, there's still so much going on, oh. there's so much to do, and, and the board is still. Working and we're working on documents and you know our bylaws yeah. and our faith and practice and all these things. And but. it was
1: kind of like how uh, Steve, w- when Steve was mentioning the uh, giving initiative that we have called "The Future Starts with You." Yes, Steve ta- Brooks,
0: our finance chair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. he was
1: talking about Red. how all this stuff isn't an ending; it's, it's a beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we were able to bookend um, what we're gonna do. Yeah, now we actually have to do it. Yeah. My watch my phone was on silent, my watch was not <laughs> um but um, so he, whoever's
0: listening to this just all looked at whatever devices they had yes, like yes, who's yes. calling what oh yeah,
1: <laughs> but so, like you were saying, there's still so much to do because all all we've done is cemented a direction, and now we have to now we have yes, to go down that direction for
0: sure, yeah, yeah, and so there's um a lot of stuff going on and exciting stuff, and um. You know, there's, well, I'm going to share some stuff with you a little bit, but um, we're in our play, playlist series, and so we've done our third week. Uh, man, the band is just so incredible, um, Justin and just everyone that's on our worship team, and they're just, I don't know, I'm always blown away, but um, I did Child of Love on Sunday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is not a very well-known song, or no. is, you know, it's not a hymn. It hasn't been around for a hundred and some years. So, but man, it was so good, and um, they're just so so talented. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you guys see Justin or Ryan or any—I mean, the other Justin or Chris or Ben—I mean, we could go on and on. The other joiner. Um, that's right. Tell them thank you because um, they do an incredible, incredible. Um, I want to say job, but um, they are gifted, and, and what they share with us is really powerful mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. week. So let them know you appreciate them, would you? So um, what else is going on?
1: Um, well, uh, I did mention the Future Starts With You giving initiative. Do you want to kind of expound upon on that before we start going into?
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so the Future Starts With You, this is something we've said, and, and if you've been in worship, you've heard from. You heard from Ryan Graham, our lay leader, and then last week, Steve Brooks, who's our finance rep. Uh, this week, uh, our HR rep, Chris Smith, will be sharing, just briefly, just letting the congregation know um, that there's a cost for us to disaffiliate um, from the UMC. And it's – I'm trying to remember the number that Steve said Monday because it's a little bit less than – or Sunday, a little bit less than what I thought. But we, we had 90 – 90,000 yeah. is kind of the target and we're under that we're, I want to
1: say 78 Was that yeah because
0: right? I think some of that's we already had budgeted plan planning to spend in yeah. that so anywhere, anywhere anywhere from 80 to 90 you know give or take you know just another 10k like no big deal <laughs> just kidding Um, but no the um, so there's a cost to disaffiliate which we will pay by the end of June we'll probably pay earlier And we have the money in our reserves, but um, they're reserves, and so we want to. We're just asking people to prayerfully consider how they can help to fill back up the Mm -hmm. reserves. Um, And and I'll tell you, I just because I think I'm already seeing it. Um, There's we've got new families coming, new people coming. Um, We have really kind of I think kicked it into a new gear in regard to. ministering to our community and how mm-hmm. we're going to do that and what yeah. we're going to do and so I just see down the road some opportunities there that it could be another staff position it could be just uh, who knows what I mean I really don't know that's something I've been praying about and talking with the board about but so we want to make sure that we have the financial uh foundation to be able to make some of these decisions and so we're just asking people to pray um, drew and I came up with a with a number um, <laughs> last night, so I, I told I told the staff what the number was. So it's just it's just, it's just silly. yeah yeah. It, um, it, it's
1: a serious number, but it's yes, it's, it's a godly
0: number. It's a godly, it's a godly, godly number. number. Yes. So anyway, um, <laughs> and so we're saying, hey, would you pray about this? Uh, we said like in the month of May, but one of our board members actually pointed out, uh, made a good point that um
1: he is also a math teacher. Though. Yes, he's also a math.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris pointed out that you know a lot of people are budgeted. Um, and so they know, like, you know, when we uh, introduced this in early May, they might have already had their budget for May. So, of course, we're not going to shut it down. So, we'll carry this into the month of June. Yep. Um, if this is something that you, uh, as a family or an individual, would like to give to, you can. Um, you can. Uh, there's a. You can go to give through theportcc.com. Yeah. Go to
1: Theportcc.com. And, click on the give tab, and then there'll be like it defaults into the general fund mm-hmm. but if you, you do the drop down yeah. menu you can pick the future starts with you that's
0: right yeah um and then if you you know write a check or anything like that um just like, like hit we that did. on the memo line mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. so when we just say hey would you prayerfully consider doing that to, to help build back up those reserves so we start out yep. start out strong so yep. looking forward to that
1: and then if you don't put the memo line you'll probably just get a call from Kristen to Verify what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: So, so um, anything else you want to jump in before we, we start our history lesson with Professor Shannon?
1: No. Um, I th- I think I'm really excited to dig into this because <laughs> I, because unless you were here at the beginning, you don't know the beginning, and right. you don't know what all, where the Porch Sh- Community Church has been. Yeah. And I think... People will be kind of amazed to where it started compared to what we have right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, very. Like even if you never went with us downtown, you'd still be amazed at the comparison. So even so, push it even farther to like the first Sunday of the porch Mm -hmm. and what it looked like, and what the first couple years looked like compared to (laughs) now. I can't wait for people to go. Oh, dang.
0: Yeah. So. So yeah. Um you know I I put something out on social media uh, the other day and and um and as I walked through and thought about um it was like even I was recalling things I'd kind of forgotten um but so so 20 years ago cuz we're we're in the month of May right of 2022 mm-hmm. so around this time 20 years ago um uh, I was I was on staff at 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 First Methodist and um I was doing student ministry and the middle school high school and college ministry and um and one one especially uh Dutton Miller give Dutton a shout out um who was kind of my uh someone I went to for advice he had been a a youth volunteer for a long time uh, took me to lunch and said hey we really need to talk about offering a contemporary worship service that um that targets you know young adults because um, we had there they had like something going on at at first Methodist um like in the early morning like at eight thirty or something and and it was not I mean, you know it was like guitars and kind of, mm-hmm. I would say it was kind of like emeaa seed, which some people get that it's just um it was just early days yeah. of, of contemporary worship we'll say that um but it was like at eight thirty in the morning and so and I was like no, you're insane that's crazy that'll never happen um but we had a group of We had a huge group of high school seniors that were about to graduate, and many of them were staying at VSU. And we already had some college students who were here. Um, We had a pretty good college young adult group of about probably 30 Mm -hmm. that were, you know, we had Bible study every week and all that. Um, And so we knew we had a good core. Uh, We thought we did. And so we just had the conversation. And I thought, you're crazy, man. That'll never happen. The church won't approve it. It can't happen. But God is, uh, you know, he's so much, <laughs> so much bigger. I mean, I left that lunch meeting going, well, that was a sweet idea, but whatever. Um, but really like the next couple of days, it was just, you know, the Lord just kept mm-hmm. calling me back to think about it. So, um, that was in the spring and, and by, um, that August of 2022, um, we started our first worship service of 2002. Sorry. Uh, we started, our we had our very first service. We definitely said, we've got to make sure this service starts in the double-digit hours if we want to attract college mm-hmm. students. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's do it at the good old 11 o'clock hour. So we met in what I affectionately call the cafe Gymtorium, <clears throat> which is the fellowship hall yep. at First Methodist, because mm-hmm. it was a place for, I mean... Uh, you know, meals, um, meetings, worship services, um, game times, game times for students. Cause we didn't really have a student space that was mm-hmm. large enough. Um, so yeah, the cafe gymtorium and we started and we immediately were, were filling the place up. Um, and, uh, we did that for seven years. Um, and the first two years, Josh, you will so appreciate this. The first two years, every thursday sometimes friday mm-hmm. we had we and a lot of times it was my friend dutton miller would come in and we'd have to set up the stage mm-hmm. it was a portable stage it had to be put up and taken down and it was huge four by four metal carpeted sections with steel legs you know like it was mm-hmm. you know the stage yeah. um and so and that was a that's a lot it is um because there was like this kind of desire to make sure that the fellowship hall still looked like a fellowship hall when there wasn't a worship service. Mm-hmm. So kind of dealt with that. So for the first two years, every week that stage had to be set up and taken down mm-hmm. and, and then chairs and chairs, tables yep. put up and put down. And it was, Oh my goodness. And then God then bless bur- people that have mobile churches mm-hmm. and have to set up in movie theaters or schools or whatever they do, because mm-hmm. it is a lot.
1: It is a lot of work. It is. Um, was Talking to who was an intern at the porch around mm-hmm. this time, Evan. Yep, and he says it was, it, he said it was some of the most miserable work, but also some <laughs> of the most rewarding work <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because like he's like, you'd get you take this room that was meant for like business meetings and suppers, mm hmm, yeah, and then try to transform it, and then it. you transform it, and you you always had. Apparently you always had really creative ways to transform the space. Well, yeah, we tried. And then I'm a
0: lot lazier now. <laughs> but then
1: on Sundays it it would be so full of worship.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: He says it it was it was always an arduous task to get it there. Mm-hmm. But once it was there, you're like, man, it was so worth
0: it. Yes. Yeah. I mean I think I think if yeah, I think the Sundays themselves made made the work. The experience of the Sunday worship was um, such that it made the work that went on behind the scenes and mm-hmm. before and after totally worth it. Yeah, it right. sure did.
1: And the headbutting that kind of happened, yeah, it, yep. it made it worth it.
0: Yeah, it did. It did. It did. And and there's a lot of growing opportunities in that, mm-hmm. um, you know, leadership opportunities that come with, with that kind of yeah. you know stuff. So, um, I, <laughs> I was thinking, I mentioned this in, in, in the post I made the other day, but, um, and I was talking about this with someone else in the past month or so, but it was something about, like messages and things we've preached on or whatever. It might have been you, Josh. I don't remember. But I did recall that my most cringeworthy sermon title, because I think it's always good for yeah. a pastor to be able mm-hmm. to remember that, um, so far is um, uh, we were doing a series on men and women and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, the, the title of one particular sermon was Men are from Mars and Women Shave with a Razor Called Venus.
1: You know what? And I hate that, like, because of everything we've everything we've added yeah. in in the years since then. There's not there's not a recording of that.
0: No, the, I probably had it on a cassette somewhere at some point, <laughs> or maybe a CD. But um, I don't know. We the early days were on cassette. We recorded yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. So, um, <laughs> but God showed mercy, and people kept coming, <laughs> and. Um, and hopefully the, the the scripture and everything that was within it, but yeah, the title itself was was I, quite
1: critical. I mean the the <laughs> the stuff I hear about the early porch, and it's really only from Evan mm-hmm. because yeah, he was around. E- Evan yeah. and Evan and Stephen Henson are the ones I hear early stuff from, and
0: they were in the back. Yeah, they
1: yeah yeah, but like it it was so it was so contrary to what was going on in church culture nationwide at that point yes what was happening at the porch um like evan would ride down (laughs) the center aisle with on a scooter to bring you the yeah one sunday i went
0: up to announcements i was like oh hold on i don't have it and then evan it was on a unicycle unicycle he he comes down the center aisle with a unicycle to hand me and then he just hands me the card and he turns around and pedals off just because why not
1: yep (laughs) <laughs> or or the time that you filled the we filled it with, with plants. Garden.
0: I mean, it, we did a um a lost series. Yeah, it was you know on the TV show, kind of the premise. Yeah, and so um we had a local nursery um come and fill it full of plants. Mm-hmm. And we had police car out front one time. We did like a like one about your identity, and so we had bouncers that were checking checking IDs supposedly, not really, but. I mean yeah. Um we've done a lot. Of, we did a lot of weird things.
1: Well, but here but he, <laughs> here's why that's so important to me is because the early 2000s yeah. of contemporary worship, yeah. Like that the biggest contemporary churches mm-hmm. were not even doing that stuff yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like they started doing that kind of stuff in like 2006 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Like that's when that kind of stuff really started. Yeah. And it's it's kind of it's kind of a running theme. Yeah. Um, the porch is usually on the cutting edge of what of what God is doing in contemporary churches. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I don't... We wouldn't do anything like that now. But, I mean, not that it's horrible, but I think there was a time it frame... Served it,
1: it, served, it
0: served its purpose. Someone said, well, that's gimmicky or whatever, but it served the purpose to make people sit up and go, okay... I hadn't been in church for a long time because it was the same old, same old, all mm-hmm. the time. And suddenly, there's a guy riding down the the center aisle with a the yeah. announcements on a unicycle. You go, you remember that, you mm-hmm. know, or you know, you remember that women shave with a, a razor called Venus and, or something.
1: And I don't and, know. I, and I think I think it was a perfect epitome of what of what we strive for, is that we don't think that Jesus fits in one particular yeah. box. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and I think I think that I think with that being the foundations of the porch, it, it showed from the be- beginning mm-hmm. that we're gonna do things differently. Mm-hmm. To in, and you've said this in a sermon, and any, I
0: stole it from Craig Rochelle. So
1: anything short of sin,
0: <laughs> yeah, I stole that from Life Church. So
1: so, but I mean, and but that but that even before you attached that to mm-hmm. us, the porch was already doing that. Yeah,
0: we we had that mentality for sure. You know, and I think there's there's definitely uh, there'd be critics who would say it's just for entertainment value, or you know, it's not. And and you know, I think um, from a
1: guy that does things for in, for uh-huh. entertainment value and buy-in level, that, yeah. that stuff, yeah, that stuff is there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the it's the meat and potatoes that come after that is what is what really matters yeah it was
0: the yeah okay so the place is full of plants but there's the message yeah you know there's someone's riding a unicycle great but there's also the message that's based on scripture yeah the gospel of jesus christ for people to come to
1: know him i mean my my job is literally lights and mirrors and and mm -hmm. flashy and mm -hmm. production value and and that's all great Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't want to do it if if what i was doing to get to draw people in, if if that's what gets them there for the first time, right? If the if the message wasn't weighted with the Holy Spirit of Christ, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. And and I think that's why doing those kind of extreme things is not only okay, but it's great. Yeah. Because this kind of oh, I want to see what this church is doing.
0: And you got to remember, this was like pre. Um, you know, social media was not really. I mean, there was like Hotmail. I mean, you know, like yeah, like there was not there. Were, there were no platforms. You know,
1: there was nothing. Yeah. Outside, so outside for churches, there was TV and radio. That mm-hmm. was the only thing churches could do to get out sa- outside yep. of the walls.
0: Yeah, and so you know, it, it, it worked for the time, and especially we we started in 'O two knowing that there was a law. I mean, and we did like this background research on on um you know like Lowndes County our demographics and everything Mm -hmm. and at the time I mean of course Moody Air Force Base has been here the whole time but they had a um a a pilot program that so there was even more especially that age range oh that that 18 to 25 18 to 30 range um they had a a flight program that they don't do here anymore they ended up moving it somewhere else so we had a lot of Moody pilots yeah um and VSU students, and um, that was—we really were thinking about the young adult uh, target mm-hmm. demographic and mm-hmm. how we were doing church. So yeah, it was gonna—it was gonna look a lot different than what what someone might expect, and um, and at that time, that was that definitely it drew them in yeah so it worked yeah. um so we started that that was in 02 i was just a staff member i wasn't clergy i i didn't have a ministry license um hadn't done seminary of course um so for four years i was just the the student and young adult pastor or mm-hmm. no <laughs> director i'm so used to say <laughs> pastor um director yeah. and um and just doing this as a as a layperson, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two thousand six, I, I finally stepped into what I would call the United you know, Methodist like clergy portal. Um, the only problem with a portal is that usually there's you enter in one door and then you that yeah, you, you see the, the other area. one. Yeah. you know the video game portal. Mm-hmm. Love, that. yeah, it's so cool. Drew yeah. plays a lot. You immediately see where the other side is you know to come out of you, hadn't you don't see that so much in the um in the United Methodist clergy portal it's a Te- it's an arduous process technically
1: you're still not done yet
0: <laughs> yeah right right so so but they and that's where it gets you know like i did the a licensing school and was uh-huh. licensed so yeah. in six i became licensed clergy which um, i think we've talked about this before but it's it's the equivalent of uh you know a a church um, uh, ordaining their uh, a pastor or a person in their church. Mm-hmm. They're they're given a, a license. They yeah. just call that ordination. So it's equivalent to that. So anyone I've performed their uh, wedding ceremonies for, you know, you, you're been, married. So you're good. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I started seminary then as well. And I look back and I go, man, did I, I – I didn't want to do it. I don't like school. But, but most of the classes I took, I'm glad I took. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot, a lot, a lot from – couple of professors uh and i made a lot of uh friendships mm-hmm. that i still have that's and probably so, the most important part yeah just it was kind of expensive for that but yeah, yeah otherwise
1: um i mean it's an expensive sheet of paper but yeah, the relationships yeah yeah are the most important.
0: and i have noticed that where um we have my uh diploma from asbury hanging right now um it's like it's kind of drooped down a little bit so there's a little gap and i see it and i'm always like i should fix it and i'm like no that's kind of that's kind of fitting um, I'll just kind of let it let it kind of be We're like that. So yeah. <laughs> so um, I was gonna say, oh sorry, I was getting I was getting a call too. Um, <laughs> at the same time, so in '06 I, I entered that that process, and at the same time, um, our friend Justin Crenshaw uh, came on board. He was. He was leading worship at First Baptist. He still did for a while. So he was mm-hmm. leading an early service at First Baptist. And then coming? Unplugging and walking across the street and plugging in and leading for us at 11. And then he still had his job. He was a social worker, so right. he was doing his thing. Um, and I was like, hey, can you just come on for a little while, you know, until we know what we're doing? Um, because our previous, our first worship was, um, leader was mm-hmm. spence parkerson who ended up going over to crosspoint yeah and being a part of their uh, amazing ministry mm-hmm. um but he started with us he was a freshman in college oh wow and um uh, yeah. didn't even know how to play the guitar yet so he just sang um but then he you know taught himself out of I him mean, he's very very talented but mm-hmm. so he had left and so we uh justin said yeah i'll come help out and <laughs> that started um like what i call like the the, the guinness book of world records for interim worship, worship leader because yeah. he did it for quite a while um so yeah this is all the history of all this stuff somewhere in there i met a guy named drew and we got married in 2008 i'm glad he started coming to our church i could meet him um so by 2009 we're like seven years in and and we're just yeah i mean we've we've pushed the envelope you know as much as we've could we yeah could i mean y'all in.
1: Y'all installed like uh, audio wiring yeah. and stuff in that yeah. room we that it, that it didn't did. need, like that yeah. it really couldn't handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's still there. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we did some of those things, and it just was to the point where uh, we were we were plateauing because there was nothing to do, mm-hmm. and we were had a time constraint because there's classrooms around us and there's mm-hmm. other things going on, so we couldn't do multiple services. So we were at a place of yeah. Hmm,
1: like yeah. Uh, I I think this needs to be mentioned, but because Mm -hmm. there were Sunday school classes above and below Mm -hmm. the fellowship hall, y'all couldn't rehearse before the (laughs) Sunday school time was over. So y'all had like 15 minutes. Well, let
0: me, and let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna push back on that. It wasn't rehearsal, but, but, and I know you were just saying that, but we would have people come up like with a stern face and a coffee cup and be like, y'all need to not rehearse right now. We're like we're we're doing a sound check. Yeah, yeah. Like Justin unplugged his guitar across the street and walked over here and has just plugged it back in. We're just getting a sound check. Yep. Like that's all we're doing. Um and you're right. We had a 15 minute window mm-hmm. where they could go full out. Mhm. And um that was it. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. Those are for them, I'm sure like for Justin and them like that 15 minute window is similar to this Breakdown and setup of the stage that was going
1: on on Thursday. Yeah. It was just I like, mean, Ugh. yeah. And, and I bring that up because those are like some of the 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 things that y'all had stacked up against y'all, and y'all are still flourishing because in spite of in spite of those roadblocks.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were just difficulties, and I know it was I know it was a difficult uh, something new and difficult to to kind yeah. adjust to for a lot of people. Yeah. First Methodist, I get that without a doubt. Um, so I'm really thankful that in, in 2009, um, when Bob Moon came on staff, like one of the first things he thought was, is we got to get y'all in a, in, in a, a space. space. And so mm. we started, uh, looking at this, uh, the, a building that the church already owned and was, uh, could, could be connected. It was across the alley from, from the facility. And, and so there's a big, uh, Miracle Sunday and people gave and it was fantastic, and, and we were able to restore this really cool brick and beam um, building. It's you know? still one of the coolest buildings. It's, it's really, in that yeah, also. I really like it a lot. It's, it's really, really pretty. And, and, you know, that was one of those things where I was like, um, so, but that was in uh, like 2009, we did the, we did the campaign and it wasn't mm-hmm. until 2011 that it was actually finished. So we were in the Caffe Gemtorium.
1: For another two years. For,
0: yeah, for a total of nine years. Wow. Which was a, a long I didn't nine I years. didn't realize
1: it was that long. Yep, yep. I mean, I knew the years, but then I didn't yeah. connect that it was yeah. Yeah. that long of every week mm-hmm. setting up a stage, mm-hmm. 15 minutes for sound check.
0: Mm-hmm. Every week.
1: Every week. Yep.
0: so and i was about 743 months pregnant when that's what it felt like anyway um as we were just finishing i mean like chairs were coming in on trucks and we were finishing up all these things and i was supposed to be on bed rest and i wasn't Um, but we had our first service in the new space uh, uh, april 24th of 2011 uh, easter sunday and it was fantastic Uh, and then i had mallory five days later um, on April 29th, and then May 1st of 2011, praise the Lord. Justin Crenshaw came on staff full-time um, to be our worship and student uh, pastor, director, I guess would have been his title when we were downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very glad. And I said that those are some of the best seven days of my life, because we finished that space, and I had Mallory, and I could finally hand over the student ministry and stuff, because it was really you know trying to leave you had a lot of things yeah i mean it, and it, it took it took the hit i mean it something had to give and mm-hmm. and that did and so um justin stepped in and of course allison um and and god has really, really i mean it yes the, Exploded. The, the the student ministry flourished for sure under that so you know and all this time people are like coming to know jesus and um they're saying yes to him and along the way um our friend Kelly Barkle had gifted us a portable like baptismal tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow, some way <laughs> that thing would get crammed into an elevator and and carried upstairs. Me and Emily did that. God a bless lot. Emily Reeves. Yeah. Um and we could fill it up and do baptisms. Um, because people were wanting to be baptized and and they wanted to be immersed and we were like, Well let's do it. Um, which I think was a fantastic uh Example of all that, and you know, one of the things I, I do want to mention. So, not long after, I think you know, we we had Easter and we started the new service, and then for that summer, we we stayed at one service. But then in August of of um of 2011, I think I said, but August of 2011, we started two services, mm-hmm. um, and and that was fantastic. Yeah, because we needed it. I mean, it wasn't like we were like, hey, let's do it. It's like we had no space, so mm. we were automatically. You know, maxed, already, yeah. maxed out, maxed which out is the fantastic. Space for one. Yeah, um, yeah. Finally finished up seminary in 2016. Um, took me 10 years, but um, my my goal was to do so without acquiring debt. Um, I felt pretty strongly about that that I should that that just didn't seem the right thing to do. I mean, that makes sense. Um, and so I finished just in time without starting to lose my O six credits <laughs> in 2016. Nice. Um, and then for the next like 8 years we just you know trucked along. Um you know a lot of marriages and babies were born and graduations and professions of faith and and people being baptized and renewal of vows and you know we we lost some people, we you know to that passed away. You know we um we had a lot of donuts, a lot of donuts, we had a lot of popcorn in the summer. Um our disciple the disciple nows were huge and were huge for student ministry and huge for just the ministry in general because mm-hmm. families would start to come.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you came on staff. What year did you come on staff?
1: 2014.
0: 2014. You came on staff, which was like perfect timing. Like it just, it just all,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it just was perfect. Um, and now you can, and that's when you came on, just being the the sanctuary guy,
1: sanctuary media guy. Yeah. And it was probably six months before I even met you. Like I'd been here for like six months before I'd met you, and yeah. knew that Solomon's Porch was a thing.
0: <laughs> they probably didn't want you to know. They're like, "Shh, just over here." Um, and,
1: and then, so a little bit about like my jump into uh, the porch mm-hmm. is like, you know, I have me having a production degree. It lends, it really lends itself to be more used at the porch, mm-hmm. and then. But what happened was, it was I was making connections with people that were going to the porch. Yeah, like that's where my that's where my connections were. Yeah. So then it was like I'd go, I'd set up my team to run the eight forty five service in the sanctuary, and I'd go sit in the nine thirty service. Yep. I do I did, remember I that. I did that for months.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And then it just got to be where you you and Justin were having ideas about wanting to do something bigger and better and a volu- and, and it just couldn't be a volunteer position anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we just and then we just I was already coming on full time already and it just made yep. sense to roll that in. Yep. And it was good. And here we are. It was it was so good. I'm so <laughs>
0: glad you came in. And then Kristen came on and I think 2016 or 15 Six.
1: It was it was my first. It was after my first full year of full time, so it was yeah. 2016. Okay, yeah. And it was Holy Week.
0: Yes, that's right. What a great week! <laughs> yeah, which is a lot on on the office yeah, staff for a traditional church doing a lot of stuff.
1: Something had happened, and a lot and a lot of stuff was dumped on my plate. And I remember just looking and he was like, "I need help."
0: <laughs> and Kristen type like, "Tell me what you need. I will do it. <laughs> yep. tell me what you need. I'll do it." Um, so now it's like, we've kind of got the main, the main, uh, players in place Mm -hmm. as far as, uh, you know, the, the staffing. Um, and then the 2019 comes along and, um, you know, we were at the point of even that fall, uh, actually in the fall of 18, uh, you know, Justin and I went and and talked with the the senior pastor at the time at First Methodist. And we were like something, you know, we're run out of room. We've got to, we really need to start talking about what are we going to do next? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And so we started having conversations.
1: And this is after we built an, o- me and you designed and built an overflow room.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that yes, one, that's that,
0: right. We had the overflow room yeah, in the because in the, off the lobby. That's right.
1: Because we'd are, we'd max capacity again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And when you're on the second floor of an old building, brick and beam building, when we talk about maxing capacity, I mean it's not just oh no, it's a little crowded. It's oh, like the floor sagging. Oh, let's let's not put any more people up here. So yeah. yeah, um, and so that started a lot of conversation, and I think that's when it kind of moved beyond just you know me, you, and Justin talking about wow, it's really full, you know, or an usher saying well I counted and it was a lot. But, like, we started having conversations with a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. that came over
1: yep. that
0: were part of the core people that came
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, over here. And then January of 2019, uh, January 7th of 2019, actually, um, I get a phone call from Henry Bass, who's our the district superintendent at the time. And that's when he said, honey, um, <laughs> are you w- – would you like to – would you like to go over there and take over that building over there at the gathering? And I said – well, do you mean me personally, or do you mean the porch? And he goes, I mean both. And I said, okay, then yes, sir. <laughs> I wasn't going to go without it. And um, and so that just began. I mean, that was a whirlwind. I mean, we kicked it into high gear. And the thing is, is like we had been, and even like um, me, you, and Kristen, like we had been having conversations, like kind of dreaming, like what if? Mm-hmm. You know, what about? You know, like what about these possibilities? Um, but no, nothing solid at all. And then we get that call. Yeah. I mean, I gotta tell you, like that, that fall, as we were having conversations about what to do next, so much of my spare time was spent looking at commercial property, like online, like, where could we go? What could we do? You know, do we stay downtown? Do we stay as close as we can to First Methodist? Like, what do we do? You know, Mm -hmm. all these things. But then that call came and everything just changed. It was like green light go. Mm. Um, and so, once again, the people of God just saw the need. I think we had like a couple of months' time. We said, "Hey, we really want to raise," and it was like close to half a million dollars. I think it was like four hundred seventy-three thousand dollars in a couple of in like two months.
1: Yeah, but that people gave. Yeah, but that's not what we asked for. We asked for like half of that.
0: Yeah, we asked for two two hundred twenty-five.
1: Yeah, and that was going to be bare minimum <laughs> to get to, super bare minimum to do. Yeah almost what we did downtown yeah
0: yeah yeah and so i mean god just it was just marvelous we had a big outdoor service that Mm -hmm. day and and uh, people gave and had made commitments and and i remember that counting team went in to count and then they came out and brought me a slip of paper and i remember me you and Kristen standing in front of justin would have been there but he was playing music Mm -hmm. and we stood in the hallway in front of that chapel at first methodist Mm -hmm. and read that number and cried
1: yes yeah
0: yeah, we yeah. like cried, high fived, hugged, and then it was like, okay, we gotta go do stuff now.
1: I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna tell you something interesting that mm-hmm. um, that Dave pointed out to me. Yeah, he ran sound. Dave, our sound engineer. He yeah. ran sound for that outdoor oh. service. The person that was supposed to show up for speakers never showed, and I you called him. I'd made the connection with him, and I was like, hey, name your price if you'll show up in the next thirty minutes. Wow. Yeah,
0: wow! And now here, here he is. Now he here, here he on is staff. Our, our, sound, <laughs> our engine. sound engineer. He's and, awesome guy. Yeah, he's that, that, awesome that's guy. That's just
1: that's just one of those like weird like yeah
0: connection where you, where you are
1: now and you go oh oh, oh yeah. man
0: yep yep um and so it's just like at just the right time God provided He made a place He made uh He moved in people to give He provided the property all that stuff i mean it was just amazing and there's so much in here there's so much that we're glossing on. i mean there's people there's so many people and so many names i know we've mentioned a lot but my goodness there are so many people i
1: mean to get because we start we started work on that miracle sunday was in like march or something right mm-hmm, yep and then the monday after that yeah we start no it was it, we couldn't start on the room, the building, until... May 1st, like, we started. May 1st. Mm-hmm. And then we had a service in July 14th. Yeah, so... That, so, And what I'm getting to is, like, that doesn't happen without a ton, a ton of people. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, January... March, So, in less than four months' time... Well, in four months' time, we started renovation mm-hmm. from when I got the phone call. Yep. Um, and in that time, we raised the money... And got the approval, and um started the work so and then um we had our our final service in the that upstairs uh, warehouse building downtown on June thirtieth of twenty nineteen um and uh, i'll always remember that service because it's a really beautiful service and um
1: it was emotional
0: it was it, it was. was and um and then we took. We actually took a week off. We took off July 7th mm-hmm. um, to get ready. Because stu- work here was still happening. But I remember Justin had a, on. they did like a front lawn service. At VSU. At VSU mm-hmm. so, um, that so morning. kind of. Kind of. I mean, it wasn't as, you know. it was
1: No, we took off kind of. Oh, yeah. because well, we didn't have there a worship, a sp- an official worship yeah. service.
0: But we gave ourselves 14 days to, to yep. pack up and, and come over here. So yeah, and then July 14th, 2019, um, we started, we had our first um, service, the Porch Community Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said we're going to start following Jesus for our community, which we'd already been doing, but we just made it official and put it in yep. our name and, and all those things. And, and, and since then, you know, we've had like, I, I can't remember the exact number right now, but I think we've had like 38 baptisms, um, which is just, you know. It's incredible. It's incredible, but I want it to be more. Like uh-huh. you know, um, yeah. I want more people to know Jesus and 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 want to do that. And you know, people said yes to him. There's been just a renewal of faith. Um, we our disciple now turned into Jesus's life, mm-hmm. um, which is just a wonder. I love that name. I love how Justin, you know, grabbed a hold of that and made that yeah. something because it's it is truth. Like that is that's like the end all be all. Final statement right there. Jesus is yeah. life. It because and for it's, a student to get that and, because
1: it's so much deeper than what an assumed connotation of a D now weekend. Yeah, is. for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: What D now started with and and what D now connotation is currently mm-hmm. and what we're doing were two different things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So we really he really wanted to shake that name to kind of put it in perspective of what it actually is. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah, and it's and it's been phenomenal and mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I think we had our. Our first that that sunday of of uh jesus's life uh we had our first like twelve hundred plus people in worship we had three services i think mm-hmm. uh yeah we had we had to have three yeah services. we had three
1: services
0: um it was our it was our uh once our, so far our only indoor jesus's life
1: yes <laughs> that's changing this year
0: <laughs> it was our only air conditioned jesus's life weekend thus yes. far um but you know, and then of course, as as everyone fully knows, you know, we're eight months into doing this thing, and then COVID comes along, and we have to, we have to not have in person worship, but we didn't shut down. Um, thankfully, even even when we were downtown, you know, the ministry that you have, Josh, allowed us to just keep going um, mm-hmm. and provide online ministry and online content, um, and we tried to be creative in that as much as yeah. we were able to help. You know, I think for. I mean, everything I've read and everyone I listen to, as far as in the church world, you know, is, is everyone said, yeah, there was about a, probably a two month, maybe three month window when everyone was like, yes, let's, let's gather around the TV and watch, you know, and then it kind of, yeah, kind of went, but that's okay, that it kept that, Mm -hmm. that moment. Um you know, and as soon as we were able to. Which is about
1: the time we were able to go back into limited capacity right, in person.
0: Right. Right. And as, yeah, as soon as we were able to safely, um, it, as we felt safely, you know, begin like an in person reservation type, you know, all that stuff, we certainly did. And people came. People came. I mean, as soon as we said the doors were going to open, mm-hmm. they came. Yep. Um, and then so whenever we kind of <coughs> wandered into 2021, uh, we what was going to be our emphasis you know earlier about just community 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 um we kind of had to re-kick that off mm-hmm. you know with our community groups um doing impact in our community we had our first vacation bible school which was awesome uh because Kristen had to put that on hold yeah we couldn't have it in the summer of 2020 because
1: yeah 2021 was really like we're doing our first year over again
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's right um and so even our first Easter was online. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was I was, just a lot I was, of those things.
1: I've said this before. <laughs> oh, that's right. Our first Easter service, I was the only one in the room. <laughs>
0: that's so weird. It
1: is. It was the weirdest <laughs> and the most humbling experience ever.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, kind of where, where we are now, when I, I want to mention this again about community, is that that is without a doubt um, what the Lord has impressed on me. Uh, it is... I think about it when I wake up and when I go to sleep and many, many times throughout the day is, um, how can we, uh, and I ask all you guys are listening to be praying like, Lord, how can we make an impact in our community? Um, who are the people? Are there people within our church? Is it a person within our church? Is there a group of people that we can kind of, you know, kind of unleash and say, Hey, we need people because we're, you know, we're maxed out. I yeah. mean, you can't add anything more to your plate. No. I can't. Kristen can't. Justin can't. Like, And so it's like, Lord, what do you want to do next? Because mm-hmm. we really want to, um, you know, have an impact on our community. So we want to do that. But I just, and and with that, I mean, and not just like, you know, little mission moments, which are important, but talking about, you know, spiritual growth, talking about mentoring, talking about discipleship, how, I mean, you ask anyone who is in a community group,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who's who's consistent in a community group, and they will tell you...
1: How important it is.
0: How important it is to their spiritual walk.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Whether they're single, married, divorced, whatever, uh, kids, no kids, however old they are, they will tell you. If they're consistent in a community group, they it will is, tell you.
1: It is one of the most important aspects of their yeah. faith walk. Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, so that's just something we want to just continue going. so... Um, and we have, you, you know, if you're listening to this by now, you know, uh, we started that discernment process to look at um, disaffiliating from the UMC. And we just felt like it was based on how some things were not happening on the much larger general conference level. Um, we just felt like it was the right time for us to do that. And, and in all that process, as I said at the outset of, of this episode, um, you know, our ministry board with the unanimous consensus of exploratory groups... And representatives, Mm -hmm. um, basically, so by the time it came to the board to to make a vote, I mean, it was really they're just approving what had already been done by so many Many other other people people. and voted and said, yes, it's time for us to step out and and we'll be a Mm non-denominational church um, and we'll just keep being who we are. And so, you know, that's all we talk about. The future begins with you because, yeah, we have a history, you know, and you could say, well, is the porch... 20 years old or is the porch three years old or is the porch about to be just born and i would answer that yes yeah <laughs> um because you know there's there's a long story there because of who we are um, be-
1: and because it is it's it is one book ending but it's another another chapter yeah it's it- it's another book starting in the series.
0: Yeah, it's like the trilogy. Yeah, this is this like the
1: third? No, the third one. No. no, we're 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 more like Marvel, where they're in like phase. Oh, okay. We'll be in like phase nine eventually.
0: <laughs> I love it though. I love it. But uh, so yeah, well, I was gonna say, July first, twenty twenty two is uh is kind of a will be a new new date. Mm-hmm. A new um, birthday. A new date. Yeah, in our in our. You know, we might just let July be a really important month. You know? Are we
1: going to be like those uh, Gen Zers that celebrate their birth month instead of their birthday?
0: Or you could do like a six-month anniversary <laughs> or a three-month anniversary. A two-week anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Or the an anniversary when you said you loved me, you know, <laughs> anniversary when I met your parents. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why we went off on that tangent, but... um
1: Things that bug us.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not bothered by that at all. Um so yeah, July first, the future begins. Another the the next episode is gonna be coming on our way. Um, and so I'm just I don't know, Josh. Just, I'm I'm overwhelmed. What what are you thinking? I
1: just got a video idea for that Sunday.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> for which Sunday? July first. Uh, but so let me can I can I take a moment? Are we good? Can yeah. I take a moment to kind of. Um, zoom in on that whole thing I was saying about community
1: yeah okay yeah let's get our hands dirty because that's kind of what I don't want to do that my
0: nails I just got them
1: like what you're talking about is like right, now that we're now that we've done this stuff it's really time to dig into what we're called to do
0: Mm -hmm. yeah well first of all I just I need a little affirmation Joshua how do you think I did with that image that I made with the black and whites and then with the one color in the middle I like it Yeah? yeah yeah you didn't have too much critique for it no Okay. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that. Um yeah, no, so so I was, you know, I'm a, I write, you guys know that. Often, you know, if you're here on a Sunday, you hear me speak what I have written. And I
1: Oh, and before you get into this, yes? I really read it as like the manifesto from Jerry Maguire.
0: <laughs> okay. Like that that's Did you like pick up your fishbowl and walk out of the room with me? I don't know. Is that well, what she did? I don't know. Yeah.
1: But it it was almost like <laughs> it's I almost like it's time. read like this is a rally cry yeah yeah like and that's and because i thought of that correlation yeah like that's kind of because that's what he was doing it yeah it's like let, you're right let's focus was. on what we're, what we're here to do yeah well
0: i'm gonna paint my face like half blue and half white uh, and,
1: and and i'll just yell I'll, show me the money
0: yeah yeah so we'll do a little brave heart a little jerry Maguire. yeah and then yeah <laughs> and i can't really ride in on a horse so i'll just get someone with some coconuts to this clump is the porch. together
1: this is the porch we could make that happen <laughs>
0: So, yeah. So going back to, I'm a writer. That's just how God speaks to me so much. He just, he gives me stuff to, to write and, and some of it I share and some of it I don't, you know, but, um, one of the things that most definitely came up over and over again in a very positive way. Um, in the exploratory groups with the representatives in the Q&A sessions in amongst the staff amongst the board all these conversations over the last couple of months about where are we going with that question and I'm so glad that people asked it is well before we know where we're going we need to we need to make sure we know who we are which is like yes we certainly do and so it just kept coming back to community, and how much we want to serve, and how much we want to have an impact on our community. And that word community can mean means so many things. It means, yes, the community w- that gathers here on Sunday to worship, but it also means our Valdosta Lounge community. It also means the the community of you know the Southeast United States, or the United States, or you know, and, and globally. Like it's the community means so many things mm-hmm. and and yeah. we want to be the porch community church in all of those ways yes um and so we have been having these conversations and so i thought okay well when people and sometimes they wouldn't it, it would be like well so what's the main focus what's the main thing what's the main you know gist of all of this let's and,
1: keep the main thing the main thing yeah that's right
0: and and it was community community is the main thing this is who we say we are this is what we say is important to us um and it wasn't just, like, words. Like, it, we saw it, but we knew that this was important. And so I, I kind of go, all right, well, if, if the answer is community in the name of Jesus, that's mm-hmm. the most important yeah. part, I think. Um, which, it, so that makes us different than, like, a, um, you know, just a an organization. You know, that, that, that might do some good things, but mm-hmm. we want to have, we want to offer community in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And so what that looks like um, is is yes for us to learn and grow together and that happens in community groups and that happens when we gather together for worship um that's when that goes on that we want to um be part of community um, and josh you know this for sure is when we serve together on sundays mm-hmm. in the, or, or for other church things when we serve together uh our church community that that's there's a connection that happens there oh, yeah. there's a growth that happens there relationships mm-hmm um also with community we 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 do want to serve Valosta and Lowndes County and then of course we want to do what we can to serve and support our community you know beyond that and so what kind of uh was the impetus for me to I just felt overwhelmed to write this was okay it's time it's time like the time for conversation about this is I mean we'll keep having it but um we need to start moving into also doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's time. Um, you know, we've had time uh, to grow and mature in, in just the three years we've been on this campus. Um, you know, all, all that went on um, to get us here and and all of these things. But, um, and, and even up to the point where just, you know, in March we said, we're going to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church. Like all of this is stirred up. and so it's time. and, and here's the things that that I shared that I think it's time for. And this is not a, an exclusive uh, uh, list. I think um, you know, you could add on to this, but here are the things that I felt like the Lord impressed upon me. Um, it's time for us to place our focus, attention, prayer, purpose, and energy on our community, local and beyond. And and by these statements, I'm not saying we're not already kind of doing it, but I just think it's it's just time to really, really lean into it and yeah. be serious about it.
1: We've, we've had enough time of other things taking yeah. priority. Right, right. Like, like, let's
0: quit using COVID, COVID as, yeah, yeah.
1: We, we, we're finishing our business with mm-hmm. the disaffiliation. Mm-hmm. It's time to focus.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was another one that was the big to me that that I felt like the Lord you know impressed me on me is that it's time for us to match our passion for worship because we are worshipful people. We love to be in worship, mm-hmm. right? But it's time for us to match that passion with passion for God's people outside of the church. Yes. So for that to really happen, it's time that that all the ministry partners, so if you if you're a ministry partner, it's time for ministry partners to develop the spiritual discipline of intentional, regular giving. Um, you know, I think for a lot of us, I know I can tell from, I can tell you from my experience that even being on staff, um, before I got married, really, I was sporadic in my giving. I gave, but it was sporadic. Um, it just, you know, and, and I had in my head like, well, you know, but I work here and I do this. But and it really wasn't until we got married, Drew and I got married that and we kind of talked about what are the things that we we're going to do and financially setting anything up and where it was just like, no, we're going to start doing this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. But I think that that's something and and that's, you know, uh, this is something we're tr- we're tr- uh, instilling in Mallory is for her to learn about the giving of you know, when she gets birthday money, or she does chores, or like she goes and helps someone and yeah, gets, you know, yeah. five bucks or whatever. Um, but that's a spiritual discipline of of supporting the ministry of the church. It's time for us to to be intentional about that. Uh, it's time as um, as families and individuals and friends to respond to community needs all around us. And what I mean by that is. Um, yes, as a church, we're going to say, hey, this Saturday, let's go do this. Or, hey, upcoming, there's going to be a, we're going to go here and do this. Yes, yes, yes. However, the real impact on community is going to happen on a, on a random Tuesday morning.
1: Right. When right. you, right.
0: porch ministry partner, see a need and you respond to that need. Mm-hmm. And that could be a financial need. It could be resources. It could just be conversation, prayer, invitation, prayer. Um, but it's time for the porch community, the people in it, um, and so I mean that families and individuals and just as groups of friends to go. All right, here's a need. I'm going to meet it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm following Jesus for my community. Yep. You know, and I and so I want that to be instilled inside of people for them to be looking for that and seeing that. Um, it's time for us to be bold for Jesus in our words, but even more so in our actions, Mm. which is just a carryover from the other point. But yes, we need to have the words to say. Yes, we should always be ready to defend our faith, as Scripture says, but even more so our actions need to follow that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's time for us to, and this is part of the conversation that went on a lot about our disaffiliation, is for us to direct... Increased resources because that means so there's an expectation. Let's increase our resources so that we can direct them and support ministries and organizations that are already making an impact for Christ in our community Um, that are doing that locally. They're doing that beyond like we let's let's up that game. You know, mm-hmm. let's, yeah. let's up that giving, yeah. you know, I think about living bridges. I think about the Wesley foundation. I think about the mailbox club. I think about called the care. There's a lot of local things that we could be doing in that regard. Um, and then I, th- you know, the last thing I wrote the other day was that it's time for us. I, d- I did this in a message one time and I'm, I heard it somewhere at some point. So, but it's time for us to see ourselves as community contributors and not consumers and so all those kind of tie yeah. in on that. So it's just really, really time, Porch Community, for us to fully embrace and live into our mission statement,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is what, Josh?
1: Following Jesus for our community.
0: Amen. And so when when the question comes up, when someone says, well, what's the porch all about? Or "You know, what's the purpose? You know, the answer is following Jesus for our community. And then we have examples to share. Yes. Like this. I like, mm-hmm. like this. I like this. I like this
1: and, and yeah. that's not like something that we as a like it it does this isn't a task for just we as a staff to follow through it we absolutely can't, not we can't do it for the church we can't no. do it without the church
0: nope it and, cannot happen
1: and we and that even calls us to do it on our own spiritual walks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not even as a staff member but just as, as Joshua the Christian, right, correct. Joshua the Christ follower. Yep. It's time for me to do these things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and it's yeah, and and I think um, th- that's just really important that for all of us to see our role and our part to play in all this. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's a little history lesson for you today, listeners, and a little bit of, and here we go, and it's time, and let's get into it. So a little history and a little locker room. Because
1: mm-hmm. we're about to ramp up. We
0: are. We are. <laughs>
1: If you thought we were, it just made me tired when you said yeah. that. But that's okay. Well, like, physically
0: tired, but spiritually, I'm like, woo!
1: Like, if you thought we had a lot going on before, <laughs> you didn't see what we had planned. That COVID kind of derailed. Yeah, and that, and we've had time to re, yeah. refine and retune all those things, mm-hmm. and we, and we've added more too, and yeah. we've got a lot coming up.
0: Yeah, we do. I would like to say this one thing before we close, and I and I might have done it in a previous episode, so forgive me if I have, but. Well, don't forgive me, because I'm not asking for forgiveness. Um, But um, I was telling Josh and Kristen this earlier. Um, Our ministry board is absolutely phenomenal. Incredible. Um, They are the kindest, um, most prayerful, wise, listening, skilled group of people. That I that could have ever been assembled for this time in in the history of of mm-hmm. what's in the, mm-hmm. the porch. Yep, um, they are fantastic. They are so encouraging to yep. me personally. Um, I know that that they are to you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so thankful for them and the leadership that they have brought. Um, I certainly. Um, could could feel like I was carrying this mantle all myself, yeah. which would be wrong, um, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know that I have uh, this group of people alongside, and then of course our amazing staff, yeah. but um, the ministry board is phenomenal. Those who served in the exploratory groups and as a, as representatives were fantastic, just as much. Um, and actually, in those in those moments, what I saw, Josh, because this is kind of how my brain works, is I'm like. All right, that person's going on a, on my list of in a good way of when we start to, when people start yep. to roll off the ministry yep. board because people serve terms. That mm-hmm. um, here's some people that I think would be really good, and I w- I will bring those names to you know we have a nominating team that we'll sit and talk about. Well, here's our needs and who who would be mm-hmm. who'd be good to serve, and so there's some names that I've already got on that list yeah. for for the future. But I'm just really, really, really thankful. There is no doubt God's hand has been on all this, and I am absolutely humbled, humbled to have any part of all of this story that we mm-hmm. share with you this morning. Yeah,
1: and uh, and I'm going to piggyback on to the ministry board and say, like, I was telling this to Kara, mm-hmm. and you'll understand this. Um, I feel like this is the first time that, the uh, men, a leadership group like this has e- ever understood me and understand what I do. Mm, yeah, and and you know me, you know how important that is. Yeah, to
0: me. yeah, yep. So. And
1: so the the people like I pray I I pray for wisdom with these people, but then I also pray a prayer of thankfulness for these people mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it 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 for me it truly is the first time I feel like people go. I know what Josh is right. about, right, right, and I know what he's trying to do,
0: right, yeah, and that's and that's freeing and affirming, mm-hmm. and um, it just makes you want to do even more and do yeah. better, you yep. know. So, well, listeners, I hope that today was encouraging to you and helpful, and just to hear kind of the story, the backstory of everything, and and I hope you're encouraged. I hope that you are. You're realizing it's time, and um, and that you're seeing. You know, even as you listen, you're hearing, like, okay, what's my part to play? Um, Because we all have one. So it's going to be good. Yep. It's going to be real good. Josh, thank you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate you. Yep.
0: We will see you guys uh, hopefully on Sunday, and we will talk to you again soon. See you. Bye. Bye.
1: You've been listening
0: to the 167 podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.